Hello. Welcome to Crickside Chatter. How are you doing? Doing very well. How about yourself? Oh my gosh. Today is amazing. It's beautiful. The sun is shining. Oh, it smells so good. So Absolutely good. Clear sky. <laughs> <laughs> no control. <All> right. <laughs> oh, it's just like, you know, when everything in the pavement jungle and life and everything, and then you're ab- able to be out in the wilderness and the sun and the fresh air is just, it's soothing. Oh, yes. I just love it. It's good for the soul. Yeah, absolutely. So you have a little bit of a story to tell all of us about how you died and came <laughs> back. Yeah, it was care, a good one. <laughs> care to elaborate a little bit? I can definitely go over this one. Um, <laughs> It's a unique one. It's, you know, there's again, everyone has different uh, effects and there's, you know, some commonalities in some, and I've had, you know, other unique ones. Um, my experience goes back four years ago, on uh, July 19th, 2017. At one o'clock, we just got finished with lunch. I uh, was working as a um, AB seaman, so I actually worked on tugboats, but the company I was working for had a land operation. And since I was waiting to get on another hitch with another tug, they put me on shore side working as a longshoreman. And we had been uh, loading this one barge, particularly to be taken out that up to Alaska, that was with these 50-ton uh, steel pilings. So they're about four foot diameter, the opening of them. And uh, we were already four stacks plus high, working on the fifth plus um all with dunnage and stuff and we uh i was the man on the shore side where my job was to rig with the crane to these pilings and then as we swung them around and to bring put them on the barge um i would help uh bring them over and then they would lower them down but we were short two men that day so double duty where they called me up to get on the stack and to lower the barge. And so I had to climb up a big steel ladder that we'd put up there. I don't and do then, ladders. Yep. I don't do ladders. This is my biggest fear. I'm flat <laughs> out. Three tiers up, three steps up on a ladder. I start shaking and my palms sweat. So yeah, and this right was again, there, a ladder on, on a barge on water. Uh, just, so, just, oh my gosh, you should have warned me. I should have had a shot of whiskey or something. Oh my gosh. So, okay, have you ever been on the end of a table and someone strikes the table and you get pushed off? No, and I don't feel like I ever want to. Yeah, I'm sure some people might have had that experience where they get that initial jolt off from the table. Well, I had happened to lower down the first piling in the afternoon. We had just finished with a different barge and was coming back to work on this barge. And... As we lowered it down, I got back onto the top of the ladder rungs, both feet, and then either another tugboat or I have so barge. many nightmares. I'm gonna have so yeah. many nightmares. <laughs> well, then uh, either then another tugboat or another barge struck the barge that I was on, and I, the steel ladder and myself separated from that stack. Oh. And so the world then slows down where literally it felt like two minutes where I am trying to my with my hands to stabilize myself looking down away from the stack, you know, a couple feet and then slowly start to go down. And then you're you slowly feel your hands 
with the gloves on, slowly trying to grab onto those smooth rimmed edges of the steel pilings as you continue down slowly and slowly, but your hands feel like they're going a million miles an hour to catch. And then the words come out of your mouth, basically, holy S or holy shit. Just say it. Yep. And about the 45 mark, 45 degree mark, I was pulled out of my body. Like you actually like a pop. Weird. So I do have no recollection of colliding where my body literally clasps. My body had struck the steel ladder rungs as it struck the steel floor of the barge. Oh, my word. So I will go into later what happened to myself. But from that being plucked out, I went to what some people consider the void, the blackness, the darkness. Somebody was protecting you. Somebody was saving you. Yeah, and I'll go into a little later too. Yep. And the yep. Uh, so I get pulled up, but I was in the void. It was again just pure consciousness. It felt like being wrapped in sort of like a warm, a semi-warm sleeping bag, where mm-hmm. you're down inside, you're curled in there. There's you know you're there, but you're just pure consciousness. There's no body, and you know. You, I didn't say it felt presence of others around me or you know any great vibes that there. It was just, it was just peace. It was just a, a knowing that you're just there. I didn't uh-huh. care about being dead or not, but and I don't know how long I was there. But then a tear of light, literally like a almost like a lightning strike in the darkness opened up, and then I felt myself go through. And I'm scared to death of lightning, too. So, ladders and lightning. Here we go. Oh, I can tell you another story about lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll get into that another time. But, oh, my gosh. Do you want me to ever sleep again? (laughs) So, yeah. So, as we come through, I am now in the middle on a a dirt path in a tree grove. I don't know where I am, but, again, I'm on this dirt path, and I just follow it out. I'm just, again, pure consciousness. I'm not a body. And I come out to an edge of a mountain cliff looking upon a mountain meadow that didn't feel earth-like, but it was, you know, what sort of like you can, if you're anyone who's been in the, um, in the Cascade Ranges uh-huh. or the mountains, you see that snow-capped mountains yep. going on for ages, and then you got the deep uh, green valleys. And it's the most and peaceful look- feeling ever. And I looked down on the left side and I saw there was three tiers. The first tier, I will say, had others. Some, like maybe people, spirits. I didn't see full bodies, but I saw what I would say is others. Uh-huh. The second mountain tier level, there was a golden rectangled portal. Huh. Like a doorway. And then on the third tier was a Basically, I described a jewel-covered Parthenon from Greece. Oh. Some call it the, uh, the Library of Knowledge. Some people have other... There's other cultures that have other terms for it who have seen this. <laughs> knowledge. Gem-colored. Gem you know, it's gold, silver, mm. all the colors. Yes. So I saw that, and I was looking upon all these, and I just happened to then be gliding down into the 
greenest grass field. Some people may call it the, um, you know, um, Elysium fields mm-hmm. that laid down along the valley. And I laid down in there and amongst it, again, just as a conscious, not as a body. And I would describe again to a lot of people ask me about the light and the light. And I was, imagine if you're being coated by a, a gelatin about six inches or more thick. Because this had the love had text the light and love you call it simultaneously light or love had like texture where it literally coated the my consciousness like again like a sleeping bag but a vacuum pack style where it just uh-huh. surrounded you completely and almost like a recharging jubilant the love of a child times a million it was again I describe it as liquid love. Um, just wrapping you. It was the most bliss, most, there's, again, no words for it. It is just, it's so addictive and incredible to your, you know, being. And I still, to upon this day, feel a connection to that. Good. Um, but the, so then I was laying there, I was looking through the grass at a microcellular level. I'm literally seeing the cells moving around in the grass, dividing and all the stuff inside the cells moving around. A feeling of all knowing, all oneness with all. And then, as I'm doing this, I'm feeling a thing like, um, why am I here? What you know? I feel like I snuck in, almost feeling sensation. And then, upon approaching me was a silver mist coming through the grass. Silver. And then, upon okay. out of this out of this fog mist came, I'd say at least seven. Seven plus foot tall light beings of the bluest, whitest light you can imagine. Very like a spindly human formish, but spin more spindly. Um, and then you know, surrounded me, you know, and I don't know what I fully talked about with them or how long I was with them, right. But you no, know, some people. The best way I can describe this: Have you ever anyone who's seen the movie The Knowing? Yes. Um, yes. And you see at the end those the angel type forms. Yes. That's basically, what I saw. Really. So apparently, so, the people that made the movie, maybe the original person. There's knew. some connections. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And I experience uh, it. Otherwise, yep. how so, would you experience the same thing? Exactly, and a lot of some people. And again, I've experienced other people who through. What I've experienced here had, you know, had called them the ancients. Some people, and I truly believe that they are ascended. I have heard of the ancients. Yes. Slash ascended masters. They come from blue light beings. Yes. So, you know, talk about chills or almost like I was coming home and I knew them or I was one of them that Uh was came here to experience. But then I was with them and going all of a sudden I was placed inside it felt like a straw. Ew. It was a... Uh, That's I was illegal being... in Oregon. You can't have yeah. straws in Oregon. <laughs> but I was then put down in almost like in a, like a, a head up, feet down position. Again, but still no body. And then shot down this rainbow vortex slash wormhole. And I was kept... And I was still... As I was looking up towards these beings, as I was being sent down... You know, I can look at the whole group, especially there's one head, the tall one, the super tall one, looking at him. And as I was going down this vortex, all of a sudden, 
the what you would say the right side of my eye of my head closed up. I was looking through one eye huh. and I felt the pain coming into the body or into my being an unbelievable pain. The I mean, immense. I was oh, I was like cringing and I'm screaming. I can still remember saying, like, no, 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 don't let me go. It's like, you know, you're in sheer bliss. Uh unbelievable love to the most incredible pain you've ever experienced in your life. I mean, I, I described the pain. Well, I literally did with, uh, I'll explain coming into my body. Uh -huh. I all of a sudden was slammed into my body. Just, I, I mean, I, it's, it was a fusion. It wasn't where like you wake up from asleep. You literally are fused in. And, um, when you all of a sudden, the same time as I'm being fused in, I'm looking around and there's all these people surrounding me i'm now laying on the floor of the office of the company which is about uh, they moved you 70 yards yes what they did was they had they conserved me again i was dead to them right right they right. picked me up then put my body on a flat of a large loader which had come over, lowered down, and then put my body on the flat, then loaded me and took me over to the office and laid my body in the office, never calling 911, never calling an ambulance. Why not? Because, again, to that, I was dead. It doesn't matter no if you're dead. You still call 911. I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah, It well, does not fucking matter. See? You were they, worried about saying the word shit, and here I am being were, all sailor mouth. So. Yeah, well, they were. Uh, I believe that they were hiding something, or something happened again. Again, I'm, I'm obviously a I'm on a port. Something happened where they didn't call, and then I came back, and, and they're freaking. Out. He's alive. He's alive. You know, they're all, they're all freaking out. And at the, that moment, they picked me up, dead weight. Now there's blood pouring out of my nose. There's blood pouring out of my ear. I cannot see out of my right eye. And I'm experiencing the pain of every single tooth in your mouth, literally going off, having the worst toothache ever oh. of every tooth and being picked up. And then these pulsation and piercing pain coming from my left shoulder of no other. And they threw me into a car and then drove me a half hour to Highline um, Hospital, which is near SeaTac Airport in by Seattle. They drove me to the parking lot, into the parking lot, but not to the emergency room. Why not? And I walked in with the the manager. You walked? Hold up! You walked. freaking walked? I walked. Holy fuck! You walked. Two. And then they brought me into the office. He literally threw the insurance card down and said, I'm leaving. I got to go back and finish the job. So that's my thing of them probably going to get rid of all experience of what happened to me. <laughs> Obviously. That, Fuck that, them. They ran to me and they put, of course, immediately onto my neck. They put a, uh, a brace on and everything else. And then I was immediately brought into all the rooms. But I looked at my watch. From my left, my left eye, when I, I'm sorry, I'll take a step back. Before this accident happened, right before I got onto that ladder, I looked at my watch and it was just turning one o'clock. Uh -huh. When I had 
been thrown into the car, I happened to look at my watch and it was 135. Hmm. Now, after talking to a friend of mine several months later <clears throat> um, who had worked there, I had found out that, yeah, I had no. Thank God, had, had worked no, there. Had, they moved I on. I had no nothing. I, I was basically clinically dead. Right. That's why nothing was called. And he, he said it was the worst, scariest moment. Like he never can imagine that I came back. So I was basically, yes, I was dead for a half hour. And people talk about where, you know, well, you're gone for a few minutes, three minutes. The brain just does this and you might do some things. I was dead. I was gone. You know, for a half hour. So who knows how long I was on the other side. Right. Um, experiencing that part. But. And you there's know. a reason why you're here today. You yeah. have a message. You have a purpose. Yep. And we're all going to be blessed because of it. So it's, it was definitely, you know, a lot of, but I've experienced a few other people who have seen similar parts to this NDE, you know, either with uh -huh. the other, either to the <clears throat> ethereal um, building that I saw with the uh, Acropolis. Uh, I'm curious uh, about the triangle gold thing yeah. with the portal. I'm really curious about that. I well, probably shouldn't well, be putting that out in the universe right now, but yeah. I am curious about that one. Well, there's several things that go into it. And, you know, the freaky part is I always happen to be watching the movie or the TV series Vikings on TV on the big screen. And I happen to walk over and freaking out because, and I've got a picture out on my phone I can share with you later that literally, or is in my um, YouTube video that I made of this experience. Of Which that we will post a link portal. later and we'll tell all the people yep. listening to this podcast to be able to go check out your YouTube. Yeah. But it was the rectangle portal with the golden rectangle portal in the mountains in the valley. And I'm freaking out. I'm had you no know, ch chills coming down my back of like confirmation chills going, holy crap. I mean, this thing is all my what I'm seeing is manifesting in this reality. Because what if you picked that portal? What if you chose to go to that portal? Yeah, well, that portal is I'm um, done. I will extend is my feeling at that point. That's my that's the open door that no man can shut. That exactly. is the yes. so. Um, and from there, because you know, I, I can go into other parts or wherever you want to take this discussion. I can go into you know, revelations since that event, you know, or previous what led up to it. We can no. do that at future future podcasts because yeah. I would love to keep digging into all this and sharing your experiences, your knowledge, and letting others possibly show them their light because there's probably others out there that have experienced it but are scared to say anything or believe in yeah. it, and they cannot be scared anymore. They yeah. have or to know. It's and that's good. why I tell a lot of people is that uh, we do not die. We, I'm an instant. There's the again. I was still my own personality there. I'm an. It was just I was instantly <laughs> just pulled out. My you know, own some personality people, somewhere else. Oh my gosh. Yep. I feel you know, for the world. I'm know, never the, gonna die. Yeah, and that's what. And, and from my understanding is, and from my seeing, you know, with these ascended masters slash, you know, light beings all together. Uh -huh. You know, you know. Like you said before, I was pulled out. I was protected for a reason yes. to not experience that pain of collapsing down because my whole body. So unfortunately, what also didn't. So three quarters of my face was completely broken. 
My left, my right eye socket was completely destroyed. Um, I had my left. They didn't find this out till six months later. Six months, I had been in a recliner, all worried about my face. But my left pectoral major was later. They asked me, allowed me to lay down, and as I lay down, my left pectoral major lifted up and rolled up into my neck. What? My left pectoral major had been severed from my shoulder. Oh my god. And so when you understand when they picked me up dead weight that they either caused this or this was also happened from the accident where it was severed from the right. hitting the um, la- the steel ladder. Oh but then they, you know, they didn't know that they lifted me up. So when I said about that searing pain to my left, that was my left pectoral major. That had oh been my studied. god! Oh my god! So I'm never six, getting on another ladder for the rest so of that, my fucking that life. So that pain, you know, again, ladders the body can kiss pain. my ass. Yep. But the doctors, here's one other thing. Now I am. They, I was there for a few hours, and then they moved me to Harborview Medical, which is the head hospital of Seattle. And, I'm sorry, uh, my dogs are howling because somebody just walked by the front yard. Oh, no problem. I apologize. No problem. This, hey, this is Crickside Chatter because we're yeah. Crickside and we're just kicking back and chatting. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it's then, real life. Yeah. So they so they load <laughs> so they loaded me up and they took me to Harborview and I was there. They it was a busy day. Um, I don't know if that what the moon cycle was, but. <laughs> they had no room. They had no rooms for me, and I was literally in a backed up like hallway in area. And I had one of the doctors come up to me, and he literally made the comment, "You must be some badass motherfucker," because I was not crying. The pain level that I was at was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Now there was a woman who was brought in next to me, who her husband had beat her with a baseball bat. Ugh, fucking stay there and struck her face and she was screaming crying and her family was consulting her and the people and the doctors came and said ma'am there's a man next to you who's 10 times worse could you please just you know slow her down lower down a little bit and you're know, like you know she said yeah she was bad but there was someone next to her that's way worse and here i am you know listening hearing all this but when i talked about again that liquid love that there, right that, that connection to that love was preventing the pain from having to be induced me where they were giving me one third, the amount of painkiller that I should have been taking at that time that I wasn't pumping where most people would be constantly hitting the net, the thing to load up. I was not, I was still on that love high for days. Thank the heavens. And Literally. And since that time I've had people literally come up to me and put their hand on me. One who I truly still believe was uh, beloved St. Germain. He looked exactly like him in some pictures and put in my chest said, you are still connected. And then I'm going, who, what, who are you? Who are you like this? Well, you're still connected. And it's just like, you know, moments like that, that go surreal that, and again, those chills come down your back going, holy cow, this is something Mm -hmm. big. Yeah, what most people realize, yes. and you know, so you're going. So it, it's a surreal feeling going. It's and not as in like an ego thing, but it's more like holy cow, I'm a part of something else. It's nothing about ego. 
you with everything you went through it's nothing about ego and with you going like holy crap because people coming up to you you're not expecting that so nope. if it was an ego thing, you would expect everyone to come up to you and touch you, but yep. you don't. You're humbled by it. Yeah. And but it's more of where you become even more of a magnet where people just attract to you even more. Now, I will mm-hmm. say, you know, I was just moving to the spiritual side stuff before this accident. You uh-huh. know, I wasn't practicing, but it wasn't where all this stuff that I saw, I'm like, where did all this stuff come from? How did I see all this stuff? I I saw the no the the movie The Knowing after all this. I happened to see it, and then I saw those blue guys freaking out, going, "Holy crap!" You know, you're freaking <laughs> out there. Then you see yeah. the, the then you see that the door, no, the door slash portal, the golden portal, going, "What yeah. the heck?" And then all these things, and then I literally happened to see this path where looking through Facebook, and someone had their their uh, stairwell going up to their rooms, and they had the picture of the walking that tree grow path from the dirt path in a print loading you know up to the stairs underneath where you look under east stairs they would have uh-huh. a little piece like a puzzle put together and right. he's, i'm like i'm freaking out because i'm seeing this going everything that i'm seeing is showing itself that this was real it's just how it's manifesting now in this world showing everything i saw yep happen yep it's solidifying and, your vision your experience yep. and, and your why yep and, Absolutely. You know, I was just initially looking for you know more. I'll say you know, and we can go further into this part. Like uh, to the north of you, over by, um, I'm trying to think where all the area where everyone does the, uh, um, this waterboarding they do with the wind sailing over uh, Hood River. Yeah, I think it's yes. up there on the Columbia. Yeah. If you go further north, there is Mount Adams. Yes. Um, and there's Trout Creek and yeah. I was called to that area. Like I was drawn to, I had to go there. And ever since this accident, I am, um, what I describe about pushing, it's like you take two opposing magnets where you, they oppose each other, but you get that push. Right. It's that yeah. feeling that I get to where I got to go somewhere or see something. Uh-huh. And I was there and, you know, I described this in the night. It's called the uh, East city ranch. And that's where a lot of people have a spiritual events with say UFOs slash other unique events or spiritual experiences. And I was drawn there. So went there and I've had plasma um, things approach me of pinkish violet light, you know, approach me Uh in the dark. I've had seen orbs and all this stuff, but, you know, just it was again more of confirmation going. There's more to this life than what we just see with our physical eyes here. There's more. Absolutely, more there is. Literally yes. around us, where these yes. things could be around us right now at this very moment. We don't they know it. They are around there. us. Yep. Absolutely, I take photos around my property as like there's another orb. Well, there's an orb there, but I have never felt so at peace in my life since we moved here. It's yep. weird because. I didn't feel threatened where I was before. I lived there for over 30 years. But when we came here, complete peace. It's just the weirdest thing. And some people go, well, you know, somebody died there. And things happen in the basement. Things move around and stuff. But I have never been threatened. I've always felt at complete calm and complete peace. No matter what's thrown at us, it is just, you know, I believe in there's other things out there. There is spirits. They're they're all guiding us to help us be better people and to help yep. others find their lights as well. Yep. 
And the so, biggest thing you said about the light, I mean, that is to my true, especially from this experience and you know what has led to right now in my day. And again, we can go into further things in there. I'll just say oh, is we that will. You know, we, we will further podcasts absolutely you, yep, because you have that that sun piece amongst you, and when you're on their side, that that charging part, that love, that light. I mean, it's and then a, it's amazing. You, and when, when you, you go with that, yep, and right? when yep. And when you yes. go within, you feel it right by your thymus gland, right in the center of your chest. If you were, if Absolutely. you ask people who I am, your fingers automatically know where to push and touch yes. in a certain spot. Yes. That when you say you go within, and I'll go into one thing, and that's to me is your I am presence. That is your, that yeah, is the God within. Yep. And that piece, you know, so that's where I'll go into there. I mean, we can continue on yeah, further. We will in the I've future because your experience and just I haven't experienced what you had to the extreme because oh my god the extreme for you but my life and experiences and stuff and everything I experienced is just like the light and I could actually the air smells clean yep it's just it's just great it's yep. just I there's no describing it whatsoever it's just you can't describe it you can't no, it, it you have words. to experience yep. it yep Period. So and I look forward, it, it's hard. So. <laughs> I thank you for sharing your story. Your part one of part two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifteen. And yeah. we will do future podcasts definitely because I believe you and I have a lot in common in different aspects. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things you learn is you know, it's not about this day and age. Most people gotta realize it's not about you, it's not about nope. what you own, nope. it's not about anything else. If you are in service to others, that is the greatest love that can ever be imagined and be for absolutely. So, absolutely. And this, and this is from coming from a tough, you know, I've had again multiple occupations, but no, this is coming from a sailor slash, you know, work hard, grease in the hands all day long, you're in struggling life, you know, going, how do you go from that type, you know personality yep. to go on this i said no this um, until you experience what you experience here this is this is meant for a reason for all to say we're all together we're all one but no i'll Have tell fun. you one thing that i my grandma my grams i love my grams oh my gosh she's gonna be 97 in another week her and i she is my hero she is everything to me oh now i'm gonna start crying but her and my aunt were talking and grandma said, I can't believe how well Michelle turned out. My aunt said had to. Yeah. So grandma has always been my light. I kept striving to be her, but I've also have had a guardian angel my whole entire life. See, now I'm going to cry. Okay. We're going to close <laughs> this one up because I'm starting to cry now. And we go into my guardian angel, which I believe with all my soul is my great, great gram, my grandmother's grandmother, who has a bun on her head and she always wore white. And I know she's been by my side this whole time. So. That'll work. Oh, my gosh. What a sign off. Oh, you brought me to tears. You made me climb up on a ladder. And, oh, my God. Ladder <laughs> scare me. Then you mentioned lightning. See, my biggest fear is seeing a clown on a ladder during a lightning storm and forget about it. I'm done. Forget try, about it. Try this one real quick in your mind. <laughs> I was going to hang, hang glider at 10,000 feet inside a thunderstorm. I could do the hang glider <laughs> thunderstorm. Kiss that's my another, that's, another, that's another story. Oh, kiss my grits. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
I don't even know if I want to talk to you again. <laughs> if I sleep tonight, we'll talk tomorrow. If not, I don't know. I don't Guess know. Guess <laughs> is amazing. No, we'll talk to you later again. Thank you very much yes. for the time. Thank you for your story. Chat soon. Yeah. And right, everyone soon. else, love you all from Chicken Creek Lounge. <laughs>